When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, McCoy. Hey, McCoy. Welcome in to the PHNX Suns podcast brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast, and leave us a five-star review. I'm Lindsay Smith here with Espo and Gerald Borgay. And guys, we are an hour out from this all officially happening, but things are already going down. Oh yeah, that fuse got lit earlier today. <laughs> I'm already wearing my Kevin Durant MVP shirt. Don't look too closely, but <laughs> I already got that. Uh, no, look, uh, I don't think any of us expected this, mm-hmm. uh, you know. And credit to Flex. I mean, he's he's been saying this all along, and I was skeptical as hell, more than anybody, I think, of it, of it just because we've lived a life as Suns fans before and seen how things happen. But Kevin Durant has requested that trade, went straight to Nets ownership, and all you know, all signs are are, are looking good. It's it's very surprising, but like you said, Flex was all over this and. I, I wasn't willing to shut the door, but it did just feel unlikely when Kyrie was opting in. You felt that, okay, if Kyrie's coming back, they're going to run it back for one more year. And then that just didn't happen. <laughs> Maybe he saw Kyrie's tweet and was like, all right, I'm out. Like, that's the, a, what that's the it. hell? That's enough. I'm daring to be different also. <laughs> I'm gone. I'm daring uh, to leave. Bye. <laughs> daring to go to a different team. Um, but no, this is obviously fantastic news. This is not guaranteeing anything, of course, because a guy like Kevin Durant, there are going to be tons of other offers. But with him requesting out, this is kind of unprecedented for a guy who has four years left on his contract and is still in his prime and is a top five superstar to be asking out. You know what? makes me optimistic is the fact of the timing of this. Mm-hmm. It was strategically asked because he's well aware that DeAndre Ayton would be a, a likely piece that the Nets would want. And if he hadn't said this now, that risked the chance that DeAndre Ayton signed an offer sheet somewhere else, all sorts of different things that could have happened. Now he's trying to take control of it. Okay, let's just do a couple house cleaning things because I'm seeing so much activity in the comments, <laughs> sure. getting text messages, all the things. So mm-hmm. we'll kind of just go down in order of operations here. First and <laughs> foremost, earlier today, Shams tweeted out, Kevin Durant has requested a trade out of Brooklyn, sources tell The Athletic. Then we saw Chris Haynes tweet out, Kevin Durant has the Phoenix Suns listed as a preferred trade destination, league sources tell Yahoo Sports. Then 
Okay. <laughs> Hold on. That was, Stay all, with that me. was all five minutes there that that all happened. <laughs> then we saw a breaking news post about the Woj tweet on Instagram, which Devin Booker himself <laughs> liked. Mm-hmm. Now we're hearing Bleacher Report reporters oh, saying that the Nets are saying that Devin has to be involved hmm. in order to get this type of a move made with Phoenix. Okay. Where's the camera? Uh, let me just let me just tell. Uh, <laughs> this is well. That's that's what people are looking forward to. Me in my Ewok costume. And apparently, let's put it back up. I'm so sorry. That's yeah, fine. Let's just that put it right back up. Uh, it's sexy Ewok costume. Uh, people are looking forward to that. That was the bet. If KD winds up in Phoenix, I dress like an Ewok. Nobody said how I had to, so I'm going to get creative. But let's talk oh, about no. the Bleacher Report report. Mm. Jake Fisher, crack is whack. All right. Just remember <laughs> that because there is a, I'm not even sure legally they can trade Devin Booker they can't. to the Nets because he's on that five year rookie max extension. They already have Ben Simmons. So it doesn't even work. Mm. So thanks for asking or playing along, but it's illegal. And there's no way the Suns are giving up Devin Booker to get Kevin Durant. Anybody else up for grabs? I'm I'm 100% sure of that. Devin Booker, it's not going to happen that way. No, it's not. And it's a completely transparent attempt at trying to drive up the Suns' offers because you start with the highest guy, even though it's not legal because he's on that five-year designated rookie max extension, and you can only have a certain number of those on your roster. You can only trade for a certain number of those. The Nets already have Ben Simmons, who is on a similar deal on their roster, it's the same reason why the Miami Heat won't be able to offer Aunt Bam Adebayo to the Nets in a deal for KD if they're trying to put together an offer. So that alone makes it a non-starter. But then it's also the fact that like Kevin Durant, if the Suns are at the top of his list, it's because he wants to play with Devin Booker. It's because he wants to play with Chris Paul. Like KD and Book won a gold medal together in the Olympics. Like that's the whole point of him coming here. You're not going to get Devin Booker. Sorry. Anything else, totally on limits. The Nets have no use for Chris Paul, so he'll he'll be here still as well. But like after that, it's pretty much open season, and I think that's what the Nets are doing. This is all this is just posturing. This mm-hmm. is okay. Well, if you're not gonna give us Devin Booker, how about this, 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 and this? And this is a weird time too, because KD's situation aside, there have been so many reporters out there who are throwing out potential trades or uh, things to keep an eye on or to look at that are literally illegal. Mm-hmm. Like they cannot happen. <laughs> right. And these are reputable people, right? But mm-hmm. for whatever reason, and it could very well just be the simple fact that math is hard and <laughs> it's a pain in the butt to have to go look at the numbers and make sure that it, it is a legal movement. Because 30 minutes before the show started, I'm like, Gerald, you look really upset for something that seems like a good day. And he's like, I'm doing a lot of math right now. And it's a lot. A lot of hard math. So not just math. maybe I'll, that I'm trying to give an excuse to these guys, but maybe they don't deserve one. I don't know. I'm just throwing things out there. But you just have to keep an eye out on some of those things right now because it could be coming from people with blue check marks. It could be coming from people who normally have some good inside information 
but they're just missing a key factor in all of this, and that is the legality of these moves. Hey, I have a blue check mark, and I laughed at the thought after Kyrie opted in that this was still a chance. So don't trust blue check marks is what I'm what I'm trying to get <laughs> not at. Not always, at least, anyway. At least not guys like me. So. And then on top of that, this whole Devin Booker rumor, right? The Suns want to win a championship, and we, I know we joked the other day that Espo is willing to give up literally anything for a championship. I don't think the Suns are in the same boat as you as far as who they would be willing to give up. I feel like the Suns are not going to want to sell the entire farm just to get Kevin Durant because at a certain point in time, you may have Kevin Durant on your team, but if you don't have other pieces around him, you're also still not going to win a championship. Yeah, I think that's what So there, there's a limit to all of these things. Right. Um, and then also you brought up the fact that if K- KD had said he wants to come to Phoenix, he wants to play for this team – A huge part of that is wanting to play with Devin Booker. And we have seen over the last handful of years, KD saying really kind, really positive things about Devin as um, just the type of player he is, all around player, not just a shooter, like who he is behind the scenes, his mentality, all these things. I don't think KD feels the same way about the Suns without Devin on this team. No, absolutely not. And and I do want to, because we did get an update on Twitter that we should probably address as far as the legality of the whole Devin Booker thing. Um, because David Nash, our friend from the four point play, he has uh, people that he talks to that are CBA experts as well. Um, and so he asked somebody about whether it'd be still legal to trade book if he signs the Supermax extension, whether that would still count as a designated kind of rookie extension. Um, and the response was that he's not entirely sure and the belief would be that it would come down to a league ruling on that because there is no clause, I guess, about whether a Supermax counts as that same extension. Mm-hmm. So technically, maybe that part of it is possible, but it doesn't feel likely and it's still completely off the table because, again, KD would not be coming here if Book would be heading in the other direction. That would Why would he want to do that? He'd force his way somewhere else. Yeah, I don't... Look, the the Nets are going to have a lot of posturing right Mm -hmm. now. They're going to say a lot of things. You may hear they don't like a particular player who may wind up in the deal because they're just simply trying to get the best value. They've, I mean, let's be honest, they've been screwed in this whole thing, right? Uh, They get, uh, you know, dragged along by by Kyrie earlier in the week. Katie demands a trade. Uh, at this point, and now they're just scrambling to try to get the best possible deal that they can, get the most value possible in what I imagine is going to be a truncated timetable because uh, if KD really wants to be with the Suns, it's going to involve DA in some way, whether it's a Mm three-team deal or it's straight up, it's going to have to. And if that's going to happen, I'd imagine it happens within the next week that it doesn't drag on because I just don't see DA putting his whole free agency on hold and talking to other people in order to try to help the Suns in it. I don't I don't see that uh, at all. So I imagine this moves pretty quickly. Okay, a couple of things. Rex in the chat says if Booker signs the Supermax, he can't be traded for a year anyway. Mm. Do you know, is that the case? I don't know I've, for sure. I've, I'm taking Rex's word for it here. I believe that's the case, yeah. So <laughs> okay. that's, again, so, a non-starter. So, yeah, right. so then that doesn't matter. And if they try to trade him on on the, the rookie five-year rookie extension, they can't. So it's it's a, non, it's a non-go there. And then to your point, Espo, a lot of people are saying it 
rumors are the Nets don't want DA, but that doesn't rule out the fact that they couldn't get a third team involved that maybe yeah. makes something happen. Yeah, Atlanta wants DA and they want to send John Collins or somebody to uh, to the Nets. Mm-hmm. I mean, that the Nets may be more interested in, that that's always a possibility. There's multiple ways to get here that isn't a one-to-one deal. Right. And I still think DA, based on salary and uh, potential, is the, one, is the biggest chip that you're going to have in this. But here's the thing that is a little bit scary, and I had some friends text me about this right as the show was starting, and then Brad brought it up in the chat. Can a team like San Antonio nix this whole thing by getting DeAndre in to sign an offer sheet to keep DA from being traded? I think technically if DA signs an offer sheet before the Suns are able to work out any sort of sign-and-trade deal or if he just doesn't want to make that sign-and-trade happen, technically yes, right? It's possible, but that would be a very uh, petty, ultimate petty move when you you just traded your all-star for a bag of first round picks because you want to tank and now you're signing a player who, you know, doesn't make you a non-tanking team, but he makes you a little bit better um, just to do that, just to prevent the Suns from getting Kevin Durant would be quite, that would be an all-time petty move if in NBA does, history. If he doesn't actually sign it though, but DA says, I want to go to, to San Antonio, they're prepared to offer me this, that could trigger conversation on a three-way deal. Because San Antonio does have a lot of pieces that may intrigue the Nets uh, that they may not want to hold on to. And like we talked about, even if they traded for DA and if they stripped everything else down, they're still probably fighting for the first pick in the draft next year. Right. Uh, I see it. Gambo said on on radio that the Nets don't have any interest in DeAndre Ayton. I don't know if that's a posturing move by them because they're trying to, to get more, to get more. Uh, I don't know if that's sending them sending out the bat signal saying we're going to need a third team in this. So if you're interested mm-hmm. in DA, let's start talking, kind of thing. There's multiple reasons why why they would the Nets would be pushing that narrative. I don't think that kills anything. <clears throat> if 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 KD wants to be in Phoenix, he can force his way here. Right. That we've seen that enough in the NBA. That all he has to say to whatever team, fill in the blank, that that tries to make a deal with the Nets, I'm not going to play for you. Mm. Uh, then it's done, right? I st- yeah. I think we're headed towards a three-team deal. Yeah, it, and it's entirely possible just to make salaries work. Um, yeah, I I'm struggling with this because if the Nets don't want DA, that really throws a wrench into things, um, and it changes the math entirely that I spent all fucking morning working on. <laughs> so that would not be great for me. Um, but yeah, it could just very well be posturing. And again, I because people have asked like, well, what if DA, because DA has a, sign, a say in the sign and trade, like what if he doesn't want to go to Brooklyn? His options for a max contract are drying up very quickly. So unless something comes out of the woodworks now, like the Spurs still don't make sense to me as a team that would want him given what they just did with DeJounte Murray. Like it's pretty much either the Suns or the Nets. Could, could DA, could, or could Detroit be the, the sleeper in this? I still look at it and I get it. They traded for, for a center on draft night. That's great, but that's potential. You're hoping that works out. The, yeah, I mean, the teams that could be sleepers still, I guess you could include the Pistons. They would have to shed salary to free up max space again because they ate into about half their salary with 
uh, Kemba Walker, who's getting bought out, Nerlens Noel, that trade, the rookies that they're adding. Um, the Indiana Pacers, they still could put together an underwhelming sign-and-trade package, but they could still make that happen. The Spurs as well. The Hawks, they just made that move for Murray. Maybe they're not done. Maybe they throw Capella and Bogdanovich at the Suns for DA in a sign-and-trade. So there are still options as far as sign-and-trades are concerned. But I don't know. I, I think that if DA is going to Brooklyn and like Mikhail and or Cam Johnson are also going to Brooklyn, if you're DA, wouldn't you want to stick with those guys who are like basically your best friends rather than go to Detroit or Indiana or Atlanta? I, I feel like that's a pretty easy choice, especially if you are getting a max deal in Brooklyn. Well, and at some point in time, DA is going to have to be like, he's going to have to be more realistic with what the market is dictating for him. If there are no other teams offering him the type of money he wants, but one team, he he realistically is either going to have to say, I want this money and I'm going to put up with it, or I'm going to have to take less money in order to go somewhere that I would rather go to. Yeah, what are, what are we at? And I feel like for DA, like this is just my gut feeling. I think he's going to take the money over a preferred location. I think 44 minutes in 44 minutes, DeAndre Ayton's about to understand the reality of his situation and what he's worth on the market because I don't think people are going to be knocking down that door to offer that max, and that could change the equation on on how he feels and, uh, and what he's willing to accept pretty quickly when he understands the market. Okay, so everyone's asking where Saul is at. Saul is um, at the airport with a sign uh, waiting for Katie to come in. Um, he's welcoming him to the valley and uh, ready to hand off whomever needs to go to Brooklyn oh. next. Uh, so that's where Saul is at. And then, Gerald, we had a request come in for you to sure. explain the hard cap situation. I don't know where that went. Sure. Um, so that is a good question, and it's one that's that we should bear in mind with all of this Nets stuff, um, especially because the Nets made a quiet move that was absolutely horrendous in my book they traded a first round pick in next year's draft which is a loaded draft um, with probably five game-changing talents at the top for Royce O'Neal who we were just talking about Daniel House yesterday and how Jazz fans were begging for Daniel House to get minutes over Royce O'Neal so the Nets just added 9.2 million dollars in expiring salary for a first round pick in a loaded draft when they may be blowing it up in a couple of days. I am really having problems figuring out how that makes sense for them, but it adds a complication to the deals that we're going to talk about because that extra $9.2 million in salary plus Kyrie Irving opting in for his $36.5 million makes things complicated. So if DA is involved in a sign-in trade and he's going to Brooklyn, that automatically triggers what's called a hard cap. A sign-in trade triggers the hard cap and that team cannot exceed what's called the tax apron under any circumstances. So the tax apron is set at $157 million. So at any point during this trade or after the trade, the Nets could not go above that $157 million threshold, which makes it difficult because you have to balance the salary that's ingoing and outgoing for both teams, and then you have to make sure that whatever team is getting DA, they don't exceed $157 million which with Kyrie and Royce O'Neal complicates things. And any of the deals that we talk about today would have to happen before that Royce O'Neal trade becomes official because mathematically it would be illegal. 
Which is With, doable, though. Yeah, right? because yes, it's it so doable. far, it's only been reported. Right. So they could have plans to have that happen, but they could say, hey, we're not going to make this official till we finish these other plans we got. Yes. In order to make this legal. Yes. So th it's still possible um, with this Royce O'Neill news because that deal is not official yet. But just for an order of operations understanding and what the hard cap is, if you sign and trade for DA or for any player, you get hard capped and you cannot be above that hard cap after the trade or any point after that with your subsequent moves. So I, I'm going back and looking at some of the things Flex has said since he's had an inside track on this. And one of the things he's been steadfast on was if the Suns trade Aiton, uh, don't think that that's the only move, right? Which I always took as they were trying to get pieces to make a bigger trade happen, right? Mm -hmm. Which leads me to believe that, that, that they're prepared to explore three-team options uh, to try to get something like this done. Somebody brought up the fact that uh, that uh, uh, Toronto, sorry, I'm COVID brain still, that Toronto <laughs> has an opportunity here to potentially yes, make that kind of move. And that seems like a team, if Brooklyn really doesn't want to say, we're waving the white flag, we're going the, the draft pick route, uh, that... I think that's a team to watch for. They've got pieces that can put them in a, in play to, that the Nets might want. They've been rumored to want DA. Uh, so I'm, I think that's one to keep an eye on for sure uh, as this goes along. And, you know, Gobert was the other guy that they're supposedly mm -hmm. interested in. But you got to wonder if, uh, if Aiton is a guy that they'd be willing to throw some pieces in in order to get uh, – get to getting uh, uh getting uh i'm blanking right now I, <laughs> so much going on i've got there's like, a lot yeah. going got, on right we, now we got calls coming in i got it in in order to facilitate the kd deals right and, and i did forget the raptors they're another sign and trade possibility with og and um a couple of pieces they might be able to work out there it'd probably have to be a three-team trade in that case as well though yeah. Um, we'll get into that a little bit more here in just a second. But first, we have a special guest joining us. <laughs> we do. I believe from the limo outside of the airport. Saul, is that correct? Are you I'm are you outside to, the airport? I, I'm trying to get him in. in a limo? It does not look great. I, I am not, his voice. I'm not in a limo. I'm not in a limo. <laughs> I have got the U-Haul. And I've got the crew, and we're going out to Brooklyn to pick up KD, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I, I thought I thought we were going to be without Saul taking a victory lap, but, <laughs> but he's taking a he's literal take, victory he, lap he to Brooklyn. Yes, he's literally <laughs> driving and calling in to yell about it. I had to do it, guys. Listen, this is an exciting day. Even if we don't get Kevin Durant, I was right. He wanted to come. We're going to try and make it work. Let's go. You guys got to put your energy up. Let's go. We have been excited. We're trying to do like math and figure out what other people are saying while we're on on camera and you hopping in randomly. There's all sorts of things going on, Saul. So much craziness. Let's go. Thank you, you guys. Um, Bye, Saul. Drive safe. Bye. So there you go. Saul is stoked. He was in our group chat this morning like, it's happening. 
sent so, a bunch of funny videos we might post on social later. Who knows? So now you guys know why I couldn't think because I saw Saul's face hopping around while driving and uh, on our uh, screen here. So. Oh, my goodness. Um, okay. So let's look at a few things here because we're starting to talk about different trades, right? So before we get into specific trade packages that the Suns could put together in order to get KD here in Phoenix, um, I want to bring up some DraftKings odds because mm -hmm. this is fascinating, Okay. So over on DraftKings about, I would say, an hour and a half ago. Um, so I don't know when these went live, but they now have Kevin Durant next team odds up on DraftKings, just like they had for DA last week. And about an hour and a half ago, Phoenix uh, was at a plus 200 and Miami was at a plus 240. Then about an hour ago, Phoenix moved to a plus 145 and Miami moved to a plus 265. Then right before the show started, Phoenix was at a minus 225 and Miami jumped to a plus 400, which is just crazy, the movement within that time. And Espo, you talked to Shane earlier yeah. about what this might mean or what might be the cause of this movement. So break that down for us while I look up what the odds are currently. Yeah, we had to we had to talk to our resident degenerate, uh, Shane, <laughs> Shane Diefenbach, our usual producer, uh, and he was saying that this has got to be a combination of inside information, which when the lines originally set, it is just that. But now with all this movement, it's got to be a combination of uh, inside information in terms of uh, the gambling world and then the money being put uh, towards the Suns as well. So people are you know excited or, or think that that's the smart money when it comes to Kevin Durant as well. So... We'll see. I mean, we, we've we seen odds. I mean, the Suns were the championship favorites going into the playoffs. Mm -hmm. So we've seen odds not play out before, but right now, Suns are in the driver's seat. Yeah, so it's a mix of inside information and just the amount of money that is being pumped in. So currently, right now, the, the Suns' odds have stayed the same at a minus 225. Uh, but now, the Philadelphia 76ers are at a plus 600, and Miami's at a plus 800. Well, and so that's current right now as of 2.25 p.m. Should we show the tweet? And since we're talking about Miami, should we show the tweet now? Yes. Right. But real quick, let me just tell everyone, if you want to get in on some action on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, there are tons of ways to come out on top in the Octagon. And for UFC 276 that is happening this Saturday, there's one more way with the DraftKings Sportsbook app, the official sports betting partner of UFC. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use promo code PHNX. Bet $5 on any UFC 276 fighter to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code PHNX this Saturday at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of UFC. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. So yeah, go ahead. Tell them what that tweet said. Well, first off, somebody, uh, one of the people in chat said, this is Katie's master plan. It was Gilbert here. This is Katie's master plan to stick it to Barkley. He's going to bring a <laughs> ring where Barkley couldn't do it. I like that thinking. I'm all for petty. Whatever right? works. Whatever motivates <laughs> you to bring a championship to Phoenix, I support it. Shade, pettiness, whatever, liking the guys. I don't care. Whatever gets it done. <laughs> so the tweet we were referring to is uh, it was brought up earlier that Bam I always had a bio. Bam had a bio. Uh, could not be involved in a trade with the Nets, even though Katie supposedly has some interest in the Heat. 
uh, you know, BAM couldn't be included in this, according to Keith Smith, because you can't have two designated rookie guys acquired via trade on your same roster. You can have one that you signed and then acquire one via trade or, or re-sign your own guy, but you can't have two you traded for. Ben Simmons was that guy that they traded for uh, last year, so that would prohibit them from adding Bam, and it was also part of the discussion as to why it may prohibit them uh, if the Suns were were willing to to get Devin Booker. So that I really think that takes Miami out of the running. What else are you offering if Bam's out? You know, I don't think there's a lot there, uh, and other than maybe draft capital, but that doesn't seem like like what the Nets are are most interested in. I don't think some some package centered around Tyler Hero is going to be enough to get them excited. No, I don't think so either. And you're right. Like outside of Bam, what ask like because they're not going to trade Jimmy Butler. That wouldn't make sense. You'd be upgrading at that position for sure. But like the whole point would be to bring KD and put him alongside Jimmy Butler. So I don't know. Like Miami is always good at finding a way to do things that we never expect them to be able to do. So you can never really count them out. And also Miami, like people just want to play in Miami. But at the same time, like. It's going to be interesting because this is going to be an all-out bidding war for a guy who, even though he's in his mid-30s now, is still in his prime, proved this last year, the Achilles thing is not going to hold him back, um, and still is under contract for a considerable amount of time. Like Stars can force their way out, and we're seeing this right now play out in real time, but the, the offers are going to be really high. Like They're going to be high. And that's why I have a problem with this whole discussion about, you know, what what is too much for KD? It's something that every team that's trading for him is going to have to think about, but you're also not going to outbid the competition if you're not willing to go there. Devin Booker's the one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Devin Booker's Anything not Anything else that's not nailed down in the city of Phoenix or in the state of Arizona, mm-hmm. hell, I'll trade the goddamn Grand Canyon to Brooklyn <laughs> if they want it. To get Kevin Durant here, anything not named Devin Booker is in play here completely. I And I think that that's the way the Suns have to think. And I'm not sure, based on that and the amount of draft capital they have available, mm-hmm. that anybody else can get where where they're going to get. Whether it's with a three-team deal and somebody extremely interested in DA or anything else, I, I don't think anybody else gets close to the Suns deal unless some team does something completely off the rails that we don't see like all of a sudden the the clippers are like yeah we'll trade Kawhi for KD like yeah you're not beating that but i don't think that is ever going to happen so i think in the in the world of realistic possibilities the suns have the best hand here and if that's where KD wants he can force it and if you start with a package of Mikhail, Cam and DA that's a lot to give up a but lot. you're also not going to get beat out by other offers especially if you're willing to throw in some first round picks on top of that making the math work would be tricky there obviously um but i do want to address saul's comment because he was talking about he's still on board the kd and Kyrie train to brooklyn <laughs> first of all i haven't even done the math for that because kevin durant is literally trying to get away from Kyrie. But Kyrie opted well, in we know that though but here's the I thing do. because manny just <laughs> hit us with a super chat and said what do you guys think about the rumor that kd and Kyrie still want to play together just not in brooklyn I don't know if I believe that. Well, is it? I mean, okay, we're going to go in the world of, mm. you know, just speculating, which we do really well. Right. Uh, <laughs> you look at it, 
could it just simply be that Katie's mad at the Nets for not giving Kyrie that long-term deal and that he does? You know, I mean, it felt like he wanted to put Kyrie in a situation to succeed, right? But but if we want to put on tinfoil hats, why not come to Phoenix? There's only a partial guaranteed salary for Chris Paul next year. There still could be and and Kyrie's on a one-year deal. There still could be a path to that in the future. Okay, but to if what? it didn't to Kyrie work, and Katie? Kyrie here, if if that's something, but Katie really wants to be here, you can always say, "Well, we might have that. We might have that option." I I really have a hard time wrapping my head around this conspiracy theory that Kyrie opts in and the next day Kevin Durant requests a trade. I'm sorry, but that's, uh, that I'm having a real hard time. I with know that. there were like circumstances that were kind of. I don't want to say out of their control, but with decisions being made, they were out of their control. But we saw what happened in Brooklyn with Katie and Kyrie. Do we really want to like have the sequel to that? I'm saying, do we think it'll no, be that drastically different? Not. That's no. what I'm saying. Like, I don't know if that's and that's my point. It doesn't make you. Better. I get it from a basketball perspective, but also you have, like I said yesterday, you can't separate the person from the player, and you also have to consider what that brings to your team as well. Look, mm-hmm. I'm not saying actually sign him. I'm just saying lie through your teeth to KD and say it's a possibility <laughs> if that's really what you're get worried KD about. here, be get, like, and then we're going to try. We're going to try really, really hard, I promise. Yeah, look, and even if you get one year out of him, if that year's a championship, I don't care. Surprise, <laughs> we'll trade you now if you want. So oh give me that gosh. title. That's, that's the theme of this Well, week. listen, I got some really positive news for you guys outside of, you know, just all the fun stuff we've been talking about and the excitement around Kevin Durant possibly making it to Phoenix. If Kevin Durant does make his way to Phoenix, just remember, round of beer on Saul at Four Peaks Brewery. Yes. Like, he promised us we're going to hold him to it. I'm going to make him buy those uh, those beer milkshakes for everybody that wants Ooh, one. Those were good. This is going to get expensive for Saul. <laughs> and, and we're going to have a good old time. It's going to be yeah, Saul's. We're going to have a party, party at Four Peaks Brewery out there on 8th Street in Tempe. So... Um, what I recommend is you grow, go out, you grab maybe I know Four Peaks offers like some some variety packs of their mm-hmm. beer. Maybe grab one of those. So you can try out all the different flavors and varieties that they have to offer so you can figure out which one you're going to make Saul buy you when we all end up going and partying together in celebration of Katie coming to Phoenix at the Four Peaks Brewery. Oh, yeah, uh, great. Just a reminder, though, you must be 21 or older and please enjoy responsibly. OK. We also are getting questions. What was the Espo bet again? Oh, that's right. <laughs> it was my that's bet. Right. Yes. That's I opened right. my stupid mouth and said I'd wear an Ewok <laughs> costume on the show if Katie wound in Phoenix. So and, and dance around, correct? Was there dancing yeah, involved? I mean, it'll look like this. <laughs> I'm going to lose 300 pounds before. I'm not even 300 pounds. But I'm going to lose a lot of weight before this and dress in the uh, female sexy Ewok costume and dance around. That's uh, that's what we'll do. Espo, I got you. I'll make it so you dance oh, next time. You. I got thank you. I got you. you. I'll get it for social. All right. Sounds good. Gotcha. Yeah. So uh, so I will. Uh, I, I, I'm not sure that's a deterrent or an encouragement to have Katie to come to town. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe not the sexy Ewok costume. Maybe I should. No, I'm not going to say that out loud. I yep, nope, to... don't do it. Don't, <laughs> don't do get it. fired. Hey, I was no. Gonna, no, I was going <laughs> to say. Don't lose your wife. I, I was going to say maybe I'll go to the Kevin Durant press conference. Stretch oh, Ewok, my God. But I won't be doing that. Yeah, don't worry. I don't know about that one. Sorry, I don't I know just about that, that one. Nobody needs that. All right. So I 
was telling you guys before the show, like, I could not imagine being in a front office right now, let alone the Brooklyn Nets front office, because you know at least half the league, the whole league is probably calling you first and foremost. Half of them are probably presenting uh, trades that they would like to see if you are on board with. And then you'd have to go through all of those in real time as quickly as possible, send back counter offers, and then have them counter your counter. And it's got to be a mess, mm-hmm. an absolute complete mess and probably very exhausting. But for the sake of some trade scenarios that the Suns could offer Brooklyn, we've got our very own Gerald Bourget here to break some of those down because he has been on top of this for the last X amount of weeks. What, three, four weeks? I feel like you've been putting stuff out there as far as what potential moves the Suns could make. Yeah, and a a lot of these are their older trades and they're also... Just trying to be prepared. I was the first one to say I didn't think it was likely and I would need to see Kyrie opt out and request a trade somewhere first. But apparently we got that from Kevin Durant. So neat. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Neat. (laughs) But another caveat for a lot of these trades that we bring up is that a lot of first round picks would have to be added in. And a lot of these packages, because it's going to center around D.A., McHale and Cam Johnson, as far as your start, your base, and the Suns will try to resist that. But the math on that is really tricky, and I'm going to have to work out more trades to fit that scenario because that sign-and-trade stuff is pretty complicated if DA is involved. So we'll go into our first trade right now. This one is uh, Kevin Durant for Jay Crowder, Landry Shamit, DA, and three first-round picks. Now, again, when I wrote this, it was a few weeks ago, so we're going to have to add a couple pick swaps in on that because neither Cam nor Mikhail is involved. That seems highly unlikely unless you're giving up like three unprotected first rounders and probably two additional pick swaps on if, top of it. If this happens, I will kiss James Jones straight on the mouth at the press conference. <laughs> oh, no. Because oh, no. that would be oh, no. highway robbery. I mean, honestly, if if James Jones is able to get KD here without giving up Mikhail let alone Mikel and Cam, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of us owe him an apology. Wizard. <laughs> and this and this is this is part of it because a lot of these deals that I was working out were just to figure out the math for KD as a basic starting point. Once you get to the point of like, okay, Mikhail needs to be involved, his $21 million salary, or Cam Johnson, his $5.9 million salary needs to be involved, then you have to add a lot of extra math on top of it. And you'll probably need to do a third team just to balance things out a little bit. Um, so that's what I'll be spending my night doing is brainstorming those scenarios. But for now, just to give you a base level, that's probably the best trade the Suns could possibly work out. Let's go to the second trade, which is probably not realistic either. Um, this one, you got DA, Cam Johnson, Landry Shamit, Tory Craig, and two first round picks. Again, you'd probably have to up the first rounders if McHale's not involved probably pick swaps, maybe even a third first round pick. Um, but mathematically that one checks out. How, how many picks can you give in a trade? I think you can give three on, you can trade up to seven years in advance, but because of the Ted Stepien rule, you can only trade in alternating years. So if you give a 2023 pick, you can't also do 2024. It'd have to be 2025. Um, but swap pick swaps, but pick swaps are like a loophole. So you can, so basically, so, it's three every other year to the opposite year. Yes. Gotcha. Three first-round picks and then 
it pick swap every five years for the next four decades. <laughs> I'd do it. I think there's still a limit on oh, when you there? can okay, pick swap. I darn. think there is. But <laughs> I like where get, your head's at. Thought we could get there like that. And again, if you can get away with only trading two of the three, I don't care how many first rounders you throw on. If you can keep Mikhail or you can keep Cam and just substitute first round picks in for them, you do that ten times out of ten. Um, whether they'll be able to get away with that, I don't know. Um, I think that's where a third team comes in. A yeah. team that's looking to to do a rebuild like that, mm-hmm. that is enticed by first-round picks, that's willing to ship off uh, a piece that's in the now for Brooklyn since it sounds like they still want to try to compete somehow. So Yeah. And then for our third trade, this is D.A. and Cam, or Mikhail, or sorry, D.A. and Mikhail straight up for KD. Again, probably going to have to add some first-round picks into that mix to avoid including Cam Johnson in there as well. Um, but if you can do that, I think you do that. Um, because if you get to keep one of Cam and McHale, again, that's a win because you still have Chris Paul, Devin Booker, KD, and one of Cam and McHale, then you got to use your MLE to f- or, or the trade market to find a starting caliber center. That's still a title contender. I, I think, too, it changes the entire free agency approach as well. We've talked about guys that may or may not be available with that with that MLE, with that exception, I think the the section of the store you're shopping in or the sh- store itself mm-hmm. that you're shopping, you may have gone from Target to Nordstrom <laughs> yeah. uh, with that just because now guys are like, well, I could go try to win a title with KD in this gr- and, and this group. I'm willing to take a little less mm-hmm. to be able to do that, where if you're looking at a team you know that, that hasn't made that move and potentially lost DeAndre Ayton, it's a lot less appealing to, to try to take get somebody to take the discount to take the mid-level exception. So it changes the dynamics of all of this offseason in many ways. Yeah. So I'm still seeing a lot of people in the comments being like, they just said, they keep saying, they're not trading if Book isn't involved. We discussed that earlier on in the show. If you missed that, feel free to go back a little bit more. But I think all three of us are on the same page when we uh, when I say that in my opinion, there is zero possibility in this entire situation that the Suns trade Devin for KD. The, yeah, that, it's not happening. They, like, I would say literally 0.01% maybe. But <laughs> the re, the reality is, is I don't think I don't think James Jones and Monty and that whole organization are willing to give up Devin for even a guy like KD. Look, I called this bullshit season earlier in the week for a reason. And it's reports like this. Mm-hmm. It's not legal. It doesn't make sense for the Suns. And the Nets can pound the table that that's where they want what they want. But they're really not in the position of strength here to really be demanding anything in particular. Mm-hmm. So I, I just you you can read that report. You can think what you want, and I don't buy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't want to come here without Devin Booker first of all, and second of all, it's illegal. And <laughs> That's all there is to it. <laughs> right. And like everyone in the chat is reminding us once again, uh, KD wants to come to Phoenix to play with Devin. Mm-hmm. And that's just that like they if Devin gets traded, then KD's like, well, what was the point of that? Right. Okay. <laughs> Might as well have just stayed. You <laughs> all know. Right. Yeah. Um and, and then a lot of people in the comments, when you mention Mikel's name, right. still don't want to part ways with Mikel. And I totally get that. Yes. It would be really sad if Cam or Mikel left. But the unfortunate fact is, in order to get a guy like Kevin Durant, you are going to have to add in some very valuable pieces. And those mm-hmm. two guys 
are very valuable pieces because of what they do on the court and their age and the potential as well. Like right. it just is what it is at this point when we're talking about a guy like Kevin Durant. This type of situation is pretty unprecedented. I would only maybe compare it to Anthony Davis and Kevin Durant is a whole nother caliber of superstar compared to what Anthony Davis was when he kind of forced his way out of New Orleans. Like this is going to take a haul. There are going to be a ton of teams bidding on his services. You're going to have to come in with the best offer, even though Kevin Durant preferring Phoenix or Miami holds a lot of sway. And that could help if he just straight up tells them, no, it's either Phoenix or Miami. That would help a lot. But like you're going to have to give something up. And I, and I don't say this lightly because Mikhail is one of my favorite players that I've ever covered mm -hmm. in the NBA. He's funny. He's great on this team. Obviously, he's fantastic defensively, was the defensive player of the year runner up. And he has potential to be a two-way star in this league. I still believe that. But at the same time, like if you can keep one of Cam or Mikhail, that's a huge success if you're trading for Kevin Durant. Yeah. Like, yeah you got to give something to get something. Mm -hmm. And there, if that's the price of doing business, and if the report that they – and I'm not doubting Gambo, but if the report that they don't want DA is true, mm -hmm. then Mikhail's probably got to be a big centerpiece of this. That's right. probably the piece you're sending to Brooklyn, and then you know you're probably sending Aiton somewhere else, and that team's giving additional pieces that Brooklyn's interested in. I think we all have to become very comfortable with the idea that Mikhail Bridges is in Brooklyn if Katie is in Phoenix. It's entirely possible you would you would try to hold out on that if you're negotiating with Brooklyn as much as you possibly can, throw as many picks at the wall as you need to if you can keep him. But at the end of the day, especially if they don't want D.A., you're right. Like, you're not going to get away with a Cam Johnson-centered package for Kevin Durant. It's just not realistic. Well, I mean, and how much do you think the fact that it's pretty obvious Devin Booker and CP3 want uh, want KD here? The rumor also that, that, I mean, not rumor, but we know Monty Williams has a relationship with him too. Mm -hmm. I'd imagine that puts some additional pressure on James Jones to consider upping your price because you want to keep your stars happy too and show that you are win-now mode, which he talked about in that draft article. So I get it. You don't want to let go of Mikhail, but I mm -hmm. think eventually he's you know they come to the reality that that's what they're going to have to do. And for those who are that that's those are the three trades that I came up with a while back um, and tweaked a little bit to make things work again. They would have to take place before the Royce O'Neal trade goes down um, because then they wouldn't be legal with the hard cap situation. But I will be spending my night brainstorming other trades, three team trades that will work that involve all three because you have to be prepared for that. And that involve a third team so that we could see maybe, OK, if you do D.A. and Cam and can try to keep Mikhail, how would that look? If you do DA and Mikhail and keep Cam, how would that look? Just different scenarios because there are a lot of ways that you can get created if you add a third team. It's just the math takes a little bit longer than the one hour of prep time we had for the show. You have four hours. Yes, <laughs> before 7 p.m. Before a 7 p.m. show. Yeah, so real quick, um, if you are watching live with us here on YouTube, hit that like button. It helps us out a lot. We really appreciate it. If you are watching live on Twitter, come on over to YouTube so you can join in on the chat and also hit that like button for us. Um, send us any questions or thoughts you guys have in the chat. We'll see if we can get to them and answer mm -hmm. and talk about as many of them as we possibly can. Uh, we do have... Is that another super chat, Emma? 
No, I just have a, we have a question for Gerald. Can you read it? Because okay. I can't find it. Yeah, it's, it just says, can Girth explain the rule of two that the sixth, <laughs> Sith, sorry, I can't read, use the rule to galaxy? Never, it never made, made sense. sense to me why I have two Siths and unlimited Jedi. So that's a good question, Bray. No, it's not. <laughs> are you talking about, <laughs> are you talking pay, about two? If you did not pay for a super <laughs> chat to get that answered... I do not feel comfortable you wasting our time here, Gerald. <laughs> All these people. We'll circle back in for to Katie. the end. We'll circle back to that at the end. Um, <laughs> Sorry, the one guys. thing that is so fascinating. Oh, and then I wanted to mention too, as Espo kind of alluded to, the plan for us is to go live again this afternoon or this evening at 7 p.m. Arizona time because basically what what the rumors as far as the people like Woj and Shams and Zach Lowe and all those guys are saying is that free agency has essentially been hit with a major pause, even though it technically hasn't even started yet. Mm -hmm. It is on a major pause until the Kevin Durant thing gets figured out one way or the other, because as you know, we saw Gambo say earlier, the Suns have shifted their full attention over to this Kevin Durant thing. The Suns are not the only team who are doing that right now. Therefore, every team is going to be like, well, let's figure out what goes on with KD first before we make any potential side deal moves. Because if there is even a small percentage of a chance that we can land KD into our franchise, that's what we need to focus on first and foremost. So mm -hmm. what we're hoping is, is that between the end of this show and the start of 7 p.m., we will have a little bit more news of information that we can report to you guys. Uh, so also plan to come back at 7 p.m. There'll we'll be probably here. be 700 more rumors <laughs> between now probably. and then. So we'll have a lot to cover. Oh, damn it. Somebody. <laughs> yeah, Espo, I'm so sorry. So Colin, Colin did hit us with a super chat, said, Gerald, please answer the question. Again, we will answer that question, but I'm going to make you guys wait until the end of the show <laughs> because we have a few more basketball things to get into. But I also do have something that I have to tell you guys. Um, and that is that we want you guys to stay safe and healthy with all the craziness that's going on right now and the fact that Summer League is just around the corner and we're going to be there. We're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to be hanging out with a lot of people. COVID-19 vaccines are free for everyone, five and older. Those 12 and older are also now eligible for a booster. Visit azhealth.gov slash find vaccine for a location near you. So one other cool thing that we get to keep an eye out on, this one comes from Mark Stein. Said uh, Denver's Nikola Jokic, Phoenix's Devin Booker, Minnesota's Carl Anthony Towns, and Memphis's John Morant are all expected to verbally seal mammoth contract extensions soon after 6 p.m. Eastern tonight. So that's like in 10 minutes here, right, our time? Mm -hmm. Okay, he, he did follow up. I just saw that these deals can't be signed until 12.01. Oh, I see. Because okay. it has to be July 1st. Gotcha. Okay. But either way, that is another cool thing that is happening in the Phoenix Suns world. Obviously, we all have our uh, affinity for Devin Booker. He is a Phoenix Sun, and so in as a lot of people like to call him. Mm -hmm. And I think I think that's one that a lot a lot of people can agree on is you know that's a well deserved contract for him. Yeah, he he earned every cent of that loyalty and with his loyalty here the effort he put in and what he's been able to help accomplish over the last handful of years here in phoenix when he finished fourth in the mvp voting you deserve uh that kind of money and i'm glad he's gonna get that tonight so. right it, it's literally a no-brainer i know a lot of people because we had this conversation weeks ago when the topic first came up 
were questioning, is he really a Supermax player? Is he really a superstar? Yes, and if you don't pay him that Supermax, you risk alienating him and losing your best player, the guy who has dragged you from the depths of the worst years in franchise history to a finals appearance in a 64-win team. Plus, with the new TV deal kicking in and I think 2024, that Supermax that's signed now is going to look like a bargain compared mm-hmm. to what Supermaxes are going to go for then. So you do this, you don't think twice about it, you do it immediately, and you keep the face of your franchise around for the foreseeable future. And in addition to that, Jay just mentioned in the chat, look who Book is recruiting. Exactly. And somebody earlier had mentioned the same thing. Apologies, I don't remember who it was. But if Kevin Durant does end up in Phoenix, now we can look at Devin Booker as the reason why the Suns got Chris Paul in the first place, Mm -hmm. why the Suns got Kevin Durant, and then down the line potentially could get somebody else, another big-name player who is going to want to come and play for Phoenix. And it all started with Devin Booker. And that is something that is completely invaluable because before Devin took off, nobody wanted to come play for Phoenix. And rightfully so. It was a mess over here. But now that you have one guy who has stuck around with this franchise, who's put all of his energy and so much hard work into, like you said, literally just digging them out of the (laughs) trenches. Mm -hmm. Now we have all these nice things, the things that we've gotten to enjoy over the last two seasons and hopefully for many more seasons to come, Mm -hmm. all started with that guy. So he deserves his back. You guys want to throw up in your mouth a little bit? Oh, God. Oh, you saw the Kyle Goon thing? Yeah. Yeah. So Kyle Goon (laughs) tweeted, Brian Windhorst taking a deep, deep breath says on ESPN that league executive, quote, floated that the Lakers could try to trade for Katie and Kyrie as a package deal if the two are still interested in playing together. <laughs> How? How the hell A-A-D? are you going to do that? Do the Nets want – if the Nets – really? AD? Do they want LeBron? Like, I don't – like That's, what? What becomes po- possible? Russell Westbrook. They would have to figure out how to trade eighty million dollars in salary with a lack of first round picks to the Nets to get that to financially work. Russell while Westbrook's still keeping LeBron. Forty-seven million like, of that. Like, I mean, I guess, but like the Nets. You're telling. So you're telling me with a straight face that based on these reports that we're hearing, that a the Nets don't want Da or a Suns based package unless it involves Devin Booker. But would take Russell Westbrook and what? an injured Anthony okay. Davis. This Maybe. is leverage, and it's not even like well, it's so transparent. It's not well, even funny. We heard rumors that that LeBron might be in play at some point this summer. So Any we're the third the team, cr- and we end up with LeBron. Oh, God, is that what you're saying? Hey, <laughs> could you imagine that? <laughs> the Lakers, the Lakers, yeah, no, D- well, yeah, because goes D- there. The, the, <laughs> the Nets don't want like, DA. So who are the Nets getting? Russell Westbrook. I mean, come on. Come on, guys. He's a former MVP. Kyrie to the Lakers, DA to the Lakers, LeBron to the Suns, and Westbrook to the Nets. Come on. I'm just laughing. If that happens, if they somehow get those guys, I quit. I'm I'm laughing. That this is such a poor attempt at like trying to drive the price up for. KD okay. offers. That's literally all it is. Because but does that really drive the price up at this point after we saw what happened to the Lakers last year? If anything, I feel like that devalues the price. <laughs> it's it's it, it's a horrible attempt at driving the price up. Yes, that's what well, I'll say. But how, I mean, the, how much more can you drive the price? It's Kevin freaking Durant. You're going to get the best offers. like Because they know they don't have leverage in this situation. That if <laughs> Kevin Durant's forcing his way out, they have to. Like one of the reports from Woj was literally that he's trying to get traded today. Like he wants to get traded out of there today. And maybe that doesn't happen. 
but he clearly wants out. They have no leverage in that situation. Could you imagine if by seven o'clock we come back on and KD is actually a son? That would like, be wild, man. How how insane and how quick can that stuff turn? You know, that's yeah. my question. When I brought up like how chaotic that front office has to be right now, like can it real? Can we realistically be able to field all these different trade offers? that are coming their way and all the calls and get something done by 7 p.m. Like, I'm not saying they couldn't, but I feel like I would want to wait at least 12 hours. I call if, if this happens that fast, the whole non tamper. Oh, the, yeah. The tampering thing. Oh, yeah. Just out stop. the window. Just, just throw it out the window. Just stop acting like tampering is li- illegal in this league because it's going to be pretty obvious there had been some discussions prior to this. Okay, Saul in the chat, <laughs> our very own Saul Bookman said, so we all forgot about the DeJounte Murray trade now, right? Laughing face emoji. Uh, only if the KD <sighs> trade happens. Yeah. And, and then it <laughs> then, depends on what you get then, back from EA. <laughs> like we said yesterday, there's still a lot of offseason to play out, so the DeJounte Murray thing, maybe they could wind up doing better. Kevin Durant would certainly be that. But if they don't, we're still going to look at that and be like, wow, he was pretty, uh, pretty gettable there. And that might have been a misstep. But if Kevin Durant happens, who cares? I still think Atlanta could be that third team, too, because they've talked about wanting to get rid of John Collins. You've got Bogdan. Mm-hmm. They've had rumors that they've wanted DA. I mean, this is this is going to continue to be crazy until we get a definitive answer. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure. I know Kevin Durant wants this to happen fast. I don't know how fast this happens. We may have... Multiple he's, days of sitting in this. Okay. Could. And he's the leading domino, though. So everything else might be put on hold until we get clarity on this situation and the dust settles mm-hmm. because a lot of teams are just going to be either watching from the sidelines or trying to get involved, and everybody else is going to get put on hold in the meantime. So I did look this up on the DraftKings Sportsbook app just because I was curious. And if you have any, uh, if you think there is, any possibility that both these guys end up on the Lakers, you need to run to the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now <laughs> uh-huh. because you're not going to win a lot of money for Kyrie, but for KD, landing at the Lakers plus 3000 right now. So if you really do truly believe that's an, op- an option, you should put some money on that. Kyrie landing at the Lakers, though, our Lakers are the leaderboard at a plus 150. Mm. And then second is Brooklyn at plus 350. And then the Dallas Mavericks at a plus 450. Mm. And if you think both of them could come to the Suns, then you can go run and put some money on Kyrie coming to the Suns because it's plus 2,000. Now, look, look, that, those numbers say to me that even DraftKings knows that the only team crazy enough to take a flyer on Kyrie and that money is the Los Angeles Lakers right now. Mm. And, and they assume eventually the Nets acquiesce to just getting Russell Westbrook because they just want Kyrie out of there. Yeah. Oh, okay. It hasn't even started We're yet. three That's minutes insane. out. We're two minutes out right now from the official start of free agency. We know way more than we would normally know at this point in time. Can but, the and yet just we still like, know nothing. Yeah, can the league just like <laughs> get rid of tampering or can they like enforce it actually? Because I don't like living in this middle ground where we know everybody does it, but like it starts at three. No, it doesn't. It started on like Monday. The second the finals end, it should be it's a tampering season. Yeah. It should be a free for all. 
Anything goes, get shit done. Yeah. NBA offseason starts I this second. I mean, second. it's already mm-hmm. happening anyway. Just let it be considered technically legal. Wouldn't right. you love that chaos? You come right off yeah. the, the final free agency starts. You got the draft. Like, just things are insane. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't know. All right. So... Two quick reminders, and then I have one last thing for us. Uh, Don't forget to hit that like button one more time. Don't forget to come back at 7 p.m. to hang out with us for our second show of the day. And then third, uh, we're going to do an OG's brand uh, informational read for you guys, and then Gerald is going to answer the question finally. (laughs) So OG's just launched their first Mm, ever limited edition seasonal flavor, pina colada, a perfect pineapple and creamy coconut blend. Check out OGs online at OGsBrands.com and on Instagram at OGsBrands. You can also find their products at your local dispensary, but you must be 21 years or older to purchase. OGs is a great op. Like right now, if you guys are feeling real tense about everything that is going on, highly recommend hitting up your local dispensary, grabbing some OGs. They're scratch made THC gummies. Just chilling out for the next couple of hours and then checking back in with us at 7 p.m. So Come 7 p.m., you're not as, like, tense and worked up and overly excited but stressed at the same time because I think that's a good way to describe it. I'm taking a sativa. I want to jump through the screen at 7 (laughs) p.m. Let's go. The chosen one hit us with a super chat. Thank you for that. They said, I will cry very manly tears if this happens, guys. Uh, I will cry, like... uh, just slightly less than the day my daughter was born, I think. Okay. This this will be a bigger deal than the Barkley deal to Phoenix if it happens. Oh, and we have word from Shams, the Phoenix Suns, and All-NBA guard Devin Booker finalizing a four-year, $214 million Supermax contract extension. Got that bag, So bag. we knew that was going to happen, but it's pretty you cool. You got me way too... Shams is saying, I thought we had some real big news that we didn't <laughs> already like, know. What do you say? What do you say? Why don't we just sit here till seven and just oh read God. Twitter? Oh, God. <laughs> Another well, draft show. Well, let's just do it. No? All right. Um, all right, well, Gerald, I'll... answer the question. Please don't. Answer <laughs> the, the question. Sith rule of two basically dictates that an apprentice must kill their master at a certain point and take on an apprentice of their own to maintain the rule of two that was designed by the Sith to make sure that with each new generation of Sith, they were more cunning and more evil and more ruthless than the one that preceded it. It doesn't make sense if you're trying to fight the Jedi as much, but you have different clusters of two that you're assuming are all teaming up against the Jedi. So that is the Sith rule of two. So it's Katie's mindset with teams. You know, oh, you gotta, boy. Don't you got to shank him. Man, he's and... throwing shots and the man's not even here yet. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you, Katie's going to yell me on Twitter at some point once he's here. Yeah. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, to be completely honest with you, but I guess we'll find out. I don't know. Also, uh, wait, where did it go? Hold on. I think you just where gave our intern some ideas. On how to overthrow us with this Sith Lord of <laughs> I, Two. I, I blame Star Wars. Don't blame me. I'm, I'm scared. I, we got one eye in me right now. Like he's uh, like he's coming from. <laughs> I'm not the gonna crowd. lie. Fully tuned out when Gerald was explaining that. Oh. Just just fully tuned out. <laughs> Something about some guy having to murder some guy to get power. You know? Happy birthday, Jordan. His birthday was yesterday, so hopefully you get this KD to Phoenix as a uh, belated birthday gift to you. Also, Speaking of belated birthday. Isn't our man Shane Diefenbach? Well, it's not belated. It's early. It's on Sunday. Oh, I thought it was. I thought it was yesterday. No, so so we were going to do something for Shane yesterday because Shane is on vacation for the rest of this weekend because his birthday is on Sunday. But um, happy birthday to Shane! Hopefully, we'll have we'll have him back next week, so we'll be able to do something fun with him then. Uh, Colin, thank you for the second super chat. 
They said, thanks for answering, Gerald, and also Super Chat, just because I love you guys. We love you, too. <laughs> Appreciate that, Colin. All right. One last time. Don't forget to hit that like button on your way out. It really helps us out. And we appreciate you all for tuning in and all of your support. Uh, We'll be back at 7 p.m. Same place. Plan to join us then. Until then, you can follow all of us on Twitter. I'm at Lindsay Smith AZ. He's at Espo. He's at Gerald Borgay. And then Saul, who's uh, on his way to New York with a U-Haul to pick up KD, is at Saul underscore Bookman. And of course, the show is at PHNX underscore Suns. Espo, take us home. May the force be with James Jones. Get <laughs> the deal done, my man. Oh. Hey, yo, my lifestyle is retro. Tell the Phoenix Metro. Mega's in control and he ain't never gonna let go. PHNX, though. Lindsey Gerald Espo. Saw past the ball. We here to turn up the tempo. Got to understand me, y'all.